Thanks for joining us at the Montrose Church Podcast. For more information, please visit us at montrosechurch.org. Have a great day. Superintendent, he's my new boss, so say only nice things to him about me. These folks are longtime California people. They've been in the wastelands of Oklahoma for the last few years. They've been just elected. They live uh, now just out in Glendora. Three daughters who live here in California. The district was a part of supporting this project and making it happen and go. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Debbie. Welcome. Would you please honor And I will tell you that this is my fifth district superintendent. Uh, I've worn them out. They've left, <laughs> given up, uh, and already one of the most helpful and encouraging. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate it. Paul says these words, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers and authorities, against powers of this dark world, against the spiritual forces of evil and the heavenly realms. I think what he's saying is there's more going on than meets the eye. Amen? You know that and I know that. We live in the moment. We live in what's happening to us. We, we live in the bills and the mundane things that are going on around us, but he's encouraging us to say, I want you at least to hover sometimes at 10,000 feet, and I want you to say this to yourself, there's more going on than meets the eye. There's more happening here than, than what I can account for that fits into my thoughts and my emotions. I think he's trying to help us understand and, and get a look at something that matters incredibly. And when we think about more going on than meets the eye, it means that you and I have to use and exercise a little bit of wisdom. We have to think about some things in life, and we have to engage it in a way that, that has some wisdom and has some insight. And I don't know about you, but I don't feel terribly smart. Am I the only person that doesn't feel terribly smart? from the south. <laughs> Did you hear what he said? He said, bless your heart. That's not a compliment. <laughs> That's a generic thing you speak to people when uh, you don't want to be mean, but you should. I find this to be true, you know. Insight's a rare commodity. When you find somebody that really gets it, understands life, sees it, you know, has wisdom, always on top, in the details, getting it done, you know, then you talk to them and you think, yeah, that's, I wish I had more smarts like that. I wish I had more insight than that. At the dedication of Disney World, someone stepped up to uh, Walt Disney's uh, wife and said, it's so sad that Walt couldn't be here to see this. And she replied, he did see it, that's why it's here. <laughs> Don't you like to know people like that? You like to know people that are able to see what's coming, they, they, they just have a feel for it, but that's a rare commodity. I mean, let's be honest, and you don't have to talk out loud right now, but, but how many of us meet people that are really smart? 
I mean, they just really seem to have wisdom and insight. We tend to complain about the other end of that sort of equation. Jesus talks a lot about insight. He talks a lot about wisdom. He talks a lot about this seeing more than meets the eye. In fact, he tells this story. He says the kingdom of God is like a, a, a person who finds a treasure in a field. And he goes and sells everything he has and buys that field because he wants that treasure. It's like a person looking for a perfect pearl and he, he finally finds it and he sells everything to go get that. He says that's what the kingdom of God is like. It's like people who can calculate that there is a treasure in this understanding of the world. And they not only can understand it, but then they are willing to sacrifice to go live it and, and embrace it and, and get it. That's what Paul's talking about. For our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against powers, authorities, principalities. And sometimes it's really important that we think about that. That we get smart like that. That we hover like that. That we look at our lives like that. That we think about it in our homes and families. Do, do you ever think about that? I know it sounds like spiritual mumbo-jumbo. But the reality is you and I go through things where the weight of what has happened to us is not, it's not equal to what's going on. It feels harder, it feels deeper, it feels sadder, it feels more overwhelming. The battle's not against flesh. There's more happening there. There's more going on than meets the eye. And it's pretty important that I keep this inside of my brain. It's important that I embrace it, that I understand it, so that I don't go through every day thinking, you know, that, that I, I, I don't know what's happening. I do kind of know what's happening if I let myself. Against that idea, I want to talk just for a minute about faithfulness. Not all of us get to be smart. But we can all be faithful. And the scripture equates these two things a lot. Some people just have deep insight, and some people just keep showing up and doing the work. They just keep... In fact, Jesus sits at the place where the offerings are collected at the temple, and a little woman comes and she drops in just a penny. And he says, this woman is given more than anybody else here because she's given poverty instead of out of her wealth. Faithfulness. It's not the volume of what you do. It, 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 it's not, you know, that you, you, you know and understand everything. It's that you keep showing up and you keep doing the work. And, and Jesus constantly elevates these two ideas. Think. Be smart. Get your head up. Think about the big picture. Think about what's going on. Don't get lost down in your details. Don't get don't discouraged. Don't get so overwhelmed. You know, pick it up. Look up. There's more going on than meets the eye. That's true in the negative way, but it's true in the positive way, too. Be faithful. Be faithful. That's what Paul was writing about in Ephesians 6. Just a few quick thoughts. I know that everybody is together today, and that's awesome. Kids, are you holding up okay? Good. Everybody's all right. You got some Play-Doh. You got bags to work with. Parents, are you holding up okay? Listen, the cool thing about being outside is what could go wrong. Listen to what he writes to us. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. Put on the full armor of God, so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For all struggles is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you've done everything, to stand. 
Stand firm then, with a belt of truth buckled around your waist, the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation, the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the Spirit on all occasions and with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert. Always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Pray also for me, that whenever I speak, words may be given me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should. There's more going on amidst the eye. I think Paul is saying, I want you to take a faithful stand. I, I think he's saying to us, I want you to put your foot in the ground and I want you to say, I stand for faith. In a world that says to us, listen, Faith is old, and it's used up, and it's not the thing, and you shouldn't think about it anymore, and we've moved on, and we're more enlightened than that. I just want to tell you, there's more going on than meets the eye. And if we're going to have any sort of impact on our future, if we're going to live lives within the context of our homes and families, it's going to be because we tenaciously say, listen, I know that the battle's not against flesh and blood, and it's not about politics, and it's not about all that other stuff. There is a spiritual battle going on, and I'm going to have faith. I'm going to have faith. I'm going to pray. I'm going to believe in God. I'm going to be in His Word. I'm going to do things that represent that I think the answer is found somewhere besides all this chaos that's going on around me. Amen? I know we've talked about it. We're better together. This is an election year. Our battle's not against flesh and blood. My mic cut out. Our battle's not against flesh and blood. Our battle is against something so much bigger. And we're going to take a stand of faith that we believe that as we fight back and pray, that God has a plan and we're going to fit into it. Amen? So he says, I want you to take a stand, a, a faithful stand. And then he instructs them and says, I want you to keep your insight clear. I want you to keep your insight clear clear. I, I think what that really means is that he has every intention for us to know that while on the negative side, there's more going on than meets the eye, on the positive side, there's more going on. Go ahead and put on the shield of truth and the helmet of salvation. And you go ahead and have your feet ready. You be about peace because God is doing more than you could ask or even imagine. Sometimes the oppression is more than you think, but also the help is more than you think. He's doing more than meets the eye. And then finally, he comes to the end of that little... Don't you like how short these points are? There's 16 of them, but they're really, really short, so that's okay. By the way, that different things that are going on with the sound system, we said, can you do something that will keep the crowd awake? and kind of on their toes. And so they provided that as a background track to just keep you awake. Third thing he says is this, buckle up and don't quit. Stand firm then with the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, your feet fitted with the readiness of the gospel. In other words, put your game face on. Put your game face. Be tough. Be tough. There's more going on than meets the eye. Maybe I'm stepping up. That you and I are invited, number one, 
when we are going through impossibly difficult times to step back and go, there's more going on here than just, it's not just about this person and it's not just about these circumstances and it's not just about this bill and it's not just about, you know, these politics. And it's, not, it's not just about this. There's more. And I'm going to have wisdom in this. I'm going to say it to myself and I'm going to understand it. And I'm not going to get overwhelmed and discouraged. I'm going to, I'm going to take a stand of faith and I'm going to believe there's some things that only can be fought and encountered by trusting God in this hope. And then number two, I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have an insight that says God's helping me. He's doing stuff in my journey. He's doing more than I can imagine. And then I'm going to stand strong. I'm not going to quit. I'm just going to be faithful and keep going. Now, I've said all of that to say this. As a congregation, we're going to take a stand of faith. We're going to continue to believe that it, what a little church does on a corner in a little place called Montrose, California, which, by the way, no one knows where it is. Some of you from our Pasadena campus have put it in your navigation system to find it. That's how, that's how popular this place is. We're going to continue to believe that this church and this congregation on both of our campuses matter in God's work in the world. And, and we're going to know that our battle's not against flesh and blood. There's more going on than meets the eye. But we take a stand of faith. We are here to make a difference in this world. And we're going to do our best. We're going to love people. We're going to soldier up in the hard times, just like we have over all of these years. We're going to keep on keeping on. And then number two, we're going to take a day like this, and we're going to remember that God was doing so much more in the story that was unfolding here than any of us could have met. And we're going to use this day to mark down. You know, they said that we couldn't do this. And they were right. But God had other plans. And He's got other plans for you. Your home, your family, your relationships, the things you're facing. Faith is an answer. I, I hear this all the time. I'm fed up. The church is blowing it. They, 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 they didn't get it right. They didn't do it right. They, they said wrong things. They did wrong things. And we all know that's true. Because I don't know if you know this, but the church is run by human beings. But I want to ask you this. If you've given up on the church, where else will you go to push back the darkness? Where are you going to go? This is a faith thing. And when we go through periods of oppression and depression and anxiety, we're, we're going to know that there's more going on. We're not going to be tricked. We're going to hold up our head. We're going to look around our family and go, I know there's stuff happening here, but I'm not going to blame you, and I'm not going to be furious. But I'm going to have wisdom of what's happening. And then I'm going to take a faith stand. And I'm going to, I'm going to push back the darkness, and I'm going to do it day after day. I'm going to do it over and over. And I'm not going to quit. I'm going to do my best to show up week after week. I'm going to do my best to show up in every conversation with a word of encouragement and a word of hope and a word about the grace of God because I believe the world is on its way to redemption, not destruction. Amen? I'm making all things new. And we're going to be ambassadors of that. This little church on this corner, it matters. It matters every time we feed a child in Africa. It matters every community partner that intervenes in the life of this city and of this county. It matters what we do here. And we're not going to quit and we're not going to give up. We're going to be the most annoying congregation on the planet. Amen?
Because we're going to take a stand of faith and we're going to trust that God is helping us and we're going to help push back the sadness of this world and we're never going to quit. Amen? We're celebrating a building. The building is representative of something. It's concrete. If you don't think miracles happen, there you go. That is a genuine miracle. So many pieces that had to come together. Human beings could not have engineered what has happened here. Couldn't have happened. Only God could be in the news. But this building is just a testimony to the faithfulness of God. The building is not the ministry of this church. It's a tool that we will use well. And we will wear this building out. And by the way, as we do, don't get upset. We're not here to preserve the building. We're here to do ministry. Amen? Amen. So we're all going to have a good attitude, right? When the teenagers go crazy. Just remember, we gave them a concrete floor. Could go wrong. We're going to let them live in this place and celebrate this place because we're here to push back the darkness. We know there's more going on than meets the eye. This world's got a lot of things. We're going to stand for what's good. We're going to show up week after week, and we're going to keep doing the work of the kingdom of God. Amen? I'm going to invite the band to come back. I'm going to invite, they called your name, whether you were staff or part. We're going to gather up here. I'm going to pray a prayer dedication. And we actually have a been to cut. I don't know exactly what that means since you can enter the building for refreshments, but we're going to cut a ribbon. So come and gather if you would right now. All of you. Come on. Come on. Don't be shy down front. Come on up. Come on, Ruthie. Don't be shy. Any of the staff that has availability, we invite you. Yeah, all the way. No, come all the way up. Uh, well, stay, stay over there. I've been, I've been. Uh, yeah, stay over there. No. There you go. All right. Stay a prayer with me, and then we're going to worship, and I'll say a prayer of dedication after this song. God, thanks. We recognize that uh, you've been a part of something incredible, and we're thankful for it. And we're going to take our stand, and we're going to push back the darkness, and we're just going to keep being faithful. We're going to use our wisdom. We're going to allow you to speak, not only in the life of this congregation, but in our homes, and in our families, and in the things we're facing. And so we just invite you to these closing moments and we surrender to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining us at the Montrose Church Podcast. For more information, please visit us at www.montrosechurch.org. Have a great day.